Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks to the army of armchair detectives that listen to The Upside, I have closure on the SWAT police activity situation I found myself in over the weekend. An assumption is being made about our daughter, Ellie, that I think is hurting Callie's feelings, and I wanna talk to her about that. And we're gonna start talking about October Lucians by revisiting the ones we made last year. Who had a better success percentage? Callie, who just made two or three resolutions, or me? I made like three dozen of them. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, September 28th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for earbuds or AirPods or earpods or earbuds. I don't I don't really know. Like the Like the Bluetooth ones? Yeah, the ones that just go in your ears. Mm-hmm. I used to not be a fan of them because I just didn't, I'm, like, it just weirded me out, right? Like not being I, able to hear your surroundings? No, not having them attached mm. to anything. Got like, it. I feel like I used to feel the same way about them as my dad felt for a long time about using his credit card online. Right. Like, I just don't know. I don't know about this. This seems weird. I don't know about this. I'm not really into it. What I have works fine. Right. Why change it? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they're just more comfortable and, and they fit better and they don't fall. And if they do fall out, you know it right away. And I don't know. And they sound good. So, yeah. So, ear pod bud pads. <laughs> My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for calendars. We are revisiting October Lucians. We're doing an intro to October Lucians. And for any of you that are new, we like to do our New Year's resolutions in October because we like to get ahead of the game, number one. Number two, we like to fail and then get back on our feet. So when everybody else is starting their resolutions in January, we're no, like- No, no, we don't, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. I don't like that fail part. But it's true, we've said it before. Uh, no, my reason. It I, gives us time to get our act together. It gives us time to ramp up. Yeah. But it's not, we're not starting them now so we can fail before everyone else. What I, the I believe that October 1st is a great day to start a resolution to make a change, to make a dramatic life change. Because think about it. What's going on in October? Like September, low-key month. October, low-key month. October, right in the middle of those two, great time to start something new. When is the worst time to start something new? January. January 1st. Because- We're paying off our credit card bills. We're all feeling fat and gross from the holidays. We're feeling fat and gross. They're like, we've just spent time either traveling, in airports, on road trips, with family, with, you know, the cousins that we only see once a year that annoy us. The You know what I mean? We've spent a ton of money. 
We've eaten all the decadent food. All you want to do on January 1st is lie in the couch. Is nothing. Is nothing. If you don't drink, you want to start drinking. If you don't smoke, you want a cigarette. Like, that's just what... Jan- and what don't you want to do? You don't want to go outside for a run because it's freezing. You don't want to go to the gym because it's crowded. But October 1st, you are set up for a win. You just made yourself, you would be a great spokesperson for the month of October. Yes. You would. October is where it's at. January's publicist would hate you. The rule when creating and developing new habits is 21 days. So you have to consecutively do whatever your new habit is for for 21 cycles. So if it's a daily habit, you have to do it for 21 days. Mm -hmm. If it's a weekly habit, you got to do it for 21 weeks, et cetera, et cetera. So so if you start now, if you start on October 1st, rather, a daily habit to eat better, sleep better, stop drinking, smoke less, eat less sugar, uh, go to the gym, go for a walk, whatever it is, Uh, 10 days before Halloween arrives, It'll be a ha- it'll just be happening, and now you're set up to eat less junk food at Halloween, to go into the decadent dining holidays of November and December more reasonable. Like, oh, you know what? I've already been working out for two months. I'm not gonna gorge on all this pumpkin mm-hmm. pie. You know what I mean? You can get to the gym. It's not crowded. Anyways, just October 1st is where it's at. October 1st is definitely where it's at. So here's how we're going to play this out. Today, I want to talk about our, we're going to do like our year in review. Friday, we're going to talk about what our October Lucians are. Do you have so, your, I haven't even thought of mine. Um, I have one that I've written down and we'll see what the other ones are. Um, a couple things. These listeners, upside listeners do this with us every year. And some people have literally changed their lives. So if you feel stuck, this is a really great time to challenge yourself and know that you're in the company with others. Like a couple years ago, we had a woman that started walking once a day and yep. she lost, like she started taking her dogs out on walks like once a day, changed her life. Like yeah. she lost weight. She felt amazing. She was doing so well last week. Last time we checked in with her, I'm usually pretty good about mine. Um, Jeff can come or go. We can come or go, but I think you do represent a lot of people who struggle to keep up with resolutions and try to figure out how to weave them into your life. And so I feel like that's a good perspective to have too, because you know, it's hard and it's not easy for everybody. And I feel like a lot of people who are like, yeah, get out there, January resolutions. Like they already look perfect. They already, you know, do their, whatever they're doing and they're trying to teach it to someone else. We're saying we're in the trenches with you and here's how we're going to do it. Now I dug up our October resolutions from last year. Do you remember what they were was last year. The ones was, were last year's the ones where I did like three or five simple ones. And then I did a more then I did like one or two more intense ones. So here's what you did. You, um, I had a, I had like a weird, you had a five, you had a four, three, two, one model is what you called it. Oh, was it four things every day, three things every week, two things every month. Mm -hmm. Okay. And one thing for the whole year. Man, I, I remember what some of the daily ones were because I did stick with those for a while. Like I still chug water first thing every single day. That was one of mine, wasn't it? That was one of yours. So for the daily ones, and these were things that you were calling like easy wins, like setting yourself up for success. Water first thing. Oh yeah. That was one of them. I'm brilliant. 
I might forget why I'm brilliant, but I am brilliant. The reason I said it, I did this is because I need those small wins mm -hmm. so I don't feel discouraged. Mm -hmm. So I'm still drinking water first thing every day, 100% of the time during the week and probably 50% on the weekends. Weekends are hard. Well, I'm just a creature of habit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I get up after you or like come downstairs and start cooking breakfast, it screws me up. But I, I would call that one a win. Um, I know one of my other ones was to not keep my phone on my nightstand because mm -hmm. it's too tempting. I did well with that one until we moved because we you did because we had a windowsill mm -hmm. with an outlet next to it or a window. What's it called? Yeah. Windowsill. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where I moved my phone to. And then I just kept when I moved into this. So I'm, I I will. That's a good one. I can put my phone on the dresser. I just forgot about that. one. Yeah. What were um, my other daily ones? Your other daily ones were shut your phone off during productive work days. I still do that. You still do that. That's been really good for you, I yes. think. And you, Jeff will like text me and say, hey, here's where I'm working from today. I'm about to shut my phone off. So I get like a courtesy text and then, you know, he lets me know where he is in case there's some emergency or something like that. So you've stuck with that one. Um, and, and by the way, and the reason for that is because um, our office, our co-working space, there's a couple, they have a couple locations. Mm -hmm. So I still, number one, I, in case there's an emergency involving Ellie, like in her school, I mean, when I say emergency, like if she yaks, we got to go pick her up. Right. Like that's the rule. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I want you to be able to reach me if you need help, but it, whenever I, every time I send you that message and say, here's where I am, call the front desk. If you need to reach me, it boggles my mind that when we were growing up, phones weren't a thing. Yeah. So like, what would happen? You would stay at home when your kids are at school in case you got a call. I guess. Like how or would they would I, leave it on your answering machine. Like if you were running late, like if you were supposed to meet somebody somewhere. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Like in the 25 years ago, if you're supposed mm -hmm. to meet somebody at the mall and you're late, that person just has to stand there. Yeah. For an hour. Mm-hmm. Yep. See if you show up. Fascinating. Okay. Um, and then your last one was no eating after 6 p.m., like no more evening snacks. That was my big fail. That one is my – I'm terrible at that. You are terrible at that. I have a theory on that, but we'll get there. Okay, so your three, which is um, – what was it? Every week? Yep. You were going to go through one storage bin a week in storage. No, I've done zero. None, you, literally none. I didn't even make it to week – been number one on that. You were going to stay up on bookkeeping, which is funny because I took that over. So we are up to date, but then, then I'm going to, I'm going to count that as a win. Cause you delegated it to me. No, I think you just took it. <laughs> I did. Uh, meal planning, be better about meal planning and planning ahead. We've been 50, 50 on that, but let's count that as a win right now, because I think you're on week number three mm -hmm. of meals and stuff. I am. God, I am. I, We're going to talk about that tomorrow. So hold off on that. I want to get through the rest of your resolutions. I remember when I brought this up and people were calling up saying, why do you make things so complicated? And I'm like, it's not complicated. It's simple. It's four, three, two, one. And now that you're saying it back to me, it's so complicated. Jesus, it's I know. Complicated. I know. Um, and then your two things that you were going to do, um, you were going to run a 5k. Nope. You were going to lose five pounds. I, the I, first the first month you were going to do those things. Yeah. Um, and then the number one thing 
that you wanted to do by October 2022 is to be a runner. No. I'm a runner. I'm a track star. Here's what I would like to add to this. I know. Yeah, I am a runner. I am running from my resolutions. <laughs> I, am, I am running. You are running from your October resolutions. I am running from my best self. You are. Here's what I would like to add on, tack on. I would like to like level this year up. I would like, because I think some of these things you. You want to add on to mine? I'm already. No, no, no. I don't. exhausted. I know you are. From just. From your list. Your list is exhausting you. I think that you are a self-sabotager. 100%. And I also think you're someone, you let routines work against you. Meaning. Tell me more. Meaning every night you have a snack before bed. It's not because you're hungry. It's not because you want a snack. It's because that's the routine, but it only applies to things a lot of times that work against you. So my request is I would like you to go and I will put it on our company card for one session with your therapist and talk about for people who have. (laughs) I don't think that's I don't think you saying you should go to therapy on the podcast makes it a business expense. No, it is because here's what makes it a business, a business expense <laughs> is because I want you to tell for the people that have a really hard time, like self-sabotagers, or I need things to be this way before I can work out every day. Yes. I need things to be this way before I change things for myself. I think it's an overall issue. And I think there are people who do great with goals and there are people that are really well-intentioned with goals. And then they have like a mental block somewhere. And I think you get caught up in that. I think you should go to one therapy session and then report back to all of us, like how, what your therapist has to say about why you're against yourself. I, well, you know, as well as I do that, that's not going to solve itself in one session Two, if we already have it diagnosed. So I think I, I don't disagree. You're, you're a thousand percent right. But I think it's so funny you brought that up because when I was at the the podcasting conference, just what a month ago, month and a half yeah. ago, mm-hmm. when I was I was waiting for a meeting and there was a, a I was the bar was empty. It was like lunch. The bar was closed, but I was just sitting at one of the tables in the bar, and there was another woman sitting there at another table, and she had been like in the session that I spoke at, so she came up to introduce herself or whatever, and. She is like some sort of life coach. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm probably doing what she does for a living a disservice. Right. But she like creates magnificent change in people. And she has a podcast about that. Mm-hmm. And we were just, we talked about self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. Like somehow that came up. And in the conversation, running came up and she said the last thing that she said to me is, uh, are you going to start running? Like as we were, I was like, nice meeting you, you know, stay in touch, whatever. Let me know if I can help you. And she goes, uh, all right, keep me posted on your running. Are you going to start running this week? And I said, you know what? If it's not oppressively hot when I get home, I'll go for a run. And she's like, wrong answer. As she's walking away. Like that was her fun- wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Cause you're right. So maybe the resolution isn't going to therapy once. Maybe it's committing to go 10 times in the next year with the goal of targeting the time management stuff, because the amount of time you spend up teeing things up 
is there and the effort and the hope and then the follow through is not there. And what I don't want to see, like maybe you should resolve to get better at resolutions. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I think I just keep it simple. Like I, I want to reinforce. Well, we're going to talk about it later, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about it later. Think about it and we're going to write it down. Um, but I just want to throw that your way. Now, mine from you, last year. You probably just had one. I had three. Okay. I had three. Uh, mine were to be in a financially secure place to buy a house, <laughs> which is funny because we are not there. However, the first step was me learning the finances and like doing that. We got a financial advisor last year. We got a bookkeeper last year, all of these things. And because I made that step, which by the way, has taken me what uh, nine months to do. Uh, I have realized that we are not in a position to buy a house, but we're still the first step of that took way longer than I thought. But we're a lot closer than we were when you made that resolution. We are so much closer. So I'm still giving myself a pat on the back because I feel like for this year, I've worked so hard on our finance, our finances. And I'm really proud of that. Um, the second one was no phones after 5 p.m., which is really hard for me. I have not done a good job about that. No. You do a great job of reminding me not to do it like during dinner, like to put my phone away, but I've done a horrible job of putting it away from dinner time to bedtime. Right. And then this one I have done really well with stop explaining Ellie's behavior. I, I remember you talking about that, but I don't remember what that one is. So a year ago when Ellie would like, you know, cry or something, I'd be like, oh, she probably just wants this or she probably just wants that. Or she probably, she had a long day today. You know what I mean? Like making excuses for whatever was oh, going she, on instead was, of just. If she was being fussy or. Yeah. Instead of just being a kid. And I feel like I've done a super good job of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a year ago. So last weekend. We were at my mom's birthday dinner and Ellie just, she's mobile and she wants to get down and go, 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 go. So we kept kind of passing around at the table a year ago. I would have said, oh, you know, she's just antsy because dinner's kind of late and whatever. Like, no, she's antsy because she's two. Yeah. So I didn't say anything about that. And I was like really proud of myself. So that I stuck to, and I'm really like proud of that one. I would, so I think for you of your three, you did two out of three. I like, did two out of three. Like, like the house thing, you didn't know what you didn't know. Either did I. I. Had no clue. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we also didn't know what this business was going to do and how much it was going to grow and how much, you know, the, the kind of the hidden secret about being a, like a bootstrapping entrepreneur, you know, trying to do it yourself without investments or loans or whatever, is the, the bigger you get, the more money you've got to invest Back into the company. Back into it. So it's like this weird. So like, yeah, our company's bringing in a lot more money this year, but also we had to hire six more people. So yeah. Like if your company's bringing in $10,000 a year, like your expenses might only be 5,000. So your profit is $5,000. Mm -hmm. If your company is bringing in $100,000 a year, your expenses might be $94,000. So your profit's only 6,000 yeah. bucks. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. a, that's an extreme case, but that's one of those, that's, you just don't know until you know. And it takes a while to get, to get a handle on your finances. Like it, 
it, my finances have never been complicated because I've never like owned anything other than my car. So like my finances are what goes in my debit card, what's in my checking account, and then making my car payment and my rent payments. Like that's the, the finances as I know it. But like, since I married you, like we sold our house in South Carolina, like we started a business and that just makes things more complicated. So it's a lot more now. So I didn't know what I didn't know because I'd never done it before. I was like on the free turbo tax. Um, like I, I was low key enough to be able to do the free turbo tax thing. Like my whole life, those, you know, those were the days I know. I know it's like not complicated at all. I loved it. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Today I was at the bank and an older woman asked about checking her balance. So I pushed her over. joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. If you've been experiencing symptoms and you don't know where to start, EverlyWell is committed to listening and supporting your journey towards better health and wellness. The EverlyWell Women's Health Test measures 11 biomarkers known to play a role in your overall health and wellness and checks for any abnormal levels that may be keeping you from feeling your best. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need. Mine was the Women's Health Test. You take your at-home lab tests, like you collect your sample, they walk you through everything in the directions. You can also uh, watch their videos if you want to, and use the prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days, and you can share the results with your primary care doctor to help guide the next steps for you. Ever since I got the results of my blood work, I have been taking supplements, and I feel a huge difference in my life. You don't have to walk through life tired. You don't have to walk through life feeling like there's something off and not being able to put your foot on it. Get answers now and get them with help from EverlyWell. For listeners of The Upside, EverlyWell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash upside. That's everlywell.com slash upside for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash upside. I don't know that there's anything more valuable on planet Earth than our stories, where we came from, who we are, the family that made us. And collecting those stories should be a crucial part of every family history. In some ways, we are getting more connected, smartphones and constant pictures and social media sharing, but we're also becoming more distant. We're living in the moment and we're not talking about the past. I have so many great memories from my childhood that I want to make sure Ellie knows. So maybe I'll start a story worth book now. If you've got someone in your life who has great stories, gift them a story worth subscription. Story worth compiles great stories in the form of questions and answers, including pictures in a beautiful keepsake book that the whole family can enjoy for generations to come. Mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles, 
Even you, if you've got a young child, start completing a story worth survey or subscription today. Start answering those questions today, and the whole family is going to have this book that everyone can enjoy for generations. Get to know your loved ones better. Preserve those special moments of story worth. S-T-O-R-Y. W-O-R-T-H dot com slash upside. Save $10 on your first purchase. Again, storyworth.com slash upside for $10 off. Storyworth.com slash upside. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance beauty and skincare products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. There are no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. They're certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Causes in the name for a reason. Every single purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. Now, I've been using Thrive Cosmetics for years. One of the things that I love, this was the first product I ever tried based on the recommendation of a girlfriend of mine, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It is one of their best-selling products, and it has more than 20 thousand five star reviews. It gives you the look like you have lash extensions without having to get lash extensions. Another must have is their sunproof three in one invisible priming sunscreen. Now it's primer, but it's also got SPF 37. So as we all know, SPF is critical. The more SPF you can get on your face, the better. And this is a great primer. It is so soft. It's like silky smooth. Thrive's Bigger Than Beauty mission is for every product that we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have over 300 giving partners across the country supporting numerous causes, and I love that they give back. Our purchases matter. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E. T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit Callieandjeff.com. Tomorrow is National Coffee Day, so we are going to be giving away free coffee at Independent Grounds Cafe in Kennesaw. The address, um, you can Google it, but it is 3061 George Busby Parkway. That's in Kennesaw. And we're going to be giving away free coffee to you all day. Check them out. They are amazing. They employ adults with special needs and disabilities, and we are so glad to be supporting them. So go check them out, give them some love, and grab yourself a free coffee tomorrow all day. I feel bad because there is something that I know bugs you that involves me, but there's Nothing I can do to make it better for you. And you know me. People pleaser, problem solver. You like to be Mr. Fix-It with people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing I can do about this. I don't think. Um, But there is a consensus among everybody in our world that Ellie is a daddy's girl. I don't think... I think consensus is the wrong word. I think people frequently ask when they see you around that one, because you're so involved and two, because she loves you and she loves spending time with you. I think people love to say she's a daddy's girl. And And I, I don't, and I feel like that bugs you. It bothers me because I don't know that it's true. Do you think she's a daddy's girl? 
Um, I do at times, but I also think she's a mama. Here's what I think. My observation is that if there is stuff going on that's more physical or like interactive, right? Like in public, generally speaking, in public, if I'm there, I think she defers to me. So it would be easy to say, oh, she's a daddy's girl. Like what? Like when we were at dinner with your family, like she wanted to climb. She, like she was on your lap and she just looked at me and went, da-da, and climbed over, you know, mm-hmm. on. Because I think she just knows that I'll, I'll be more inclined to like have a sword fight with the straws with her or whatever, yeah. or toast. You know what I mean? Like she likes to get her little sippy cup and, and make me pick up my beer and. She goes, cheers. And yeah. She, you know, and so, but what nobody gets to see is what I get to see, which is sometimes like I come around the corner and Callie and Ellie are like snuggled together on the couch watching Winnie the Pooh or looking at a book or scrolling through, you know, old baby pictures of Ellie on her phone, on Callie's phone, like, and they're snuggled up or, you know, Yesterday, when we were leaving, when I went to pick up Ellie from your parents' house, um, she had this giant leaf. Your mom handed it to her as she was leaving. And the whole, like, she's like, Mama, big leaf for Mama. Like, she's no. all, she was all excited to give you that gift. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's not there. I, I mean, I think it's cute, but I don't. But I, I think I, Ellie. I think, I think it just may. I think because. The public facing side of it is more daddy's girlish. And I think that's just a thing. Well, I think two things. One, I think. Why do we have to say that kids are either? Why do boys have to be mama's boys? Why do girls have to be daddy's girls? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I she like I feel like people do that a lot just in conversation. So why do we have to do that at all? And second of all, I think with Ellie, Ellie tends to run to, or, you know, prefer engage engage with with. whoever she's kind of spent the day with. So there'll be days where you'll be working the whole day or like a Saturday where you have to work and I take Ellie shopping or, you know, we hang out together and the rest of the day, everything's mama, mama, look, mama, look, right. mama, look. Right. And then days where she spends with you while I'm working, it's daddy, daddy, daddy. Like, so I don't think it's necessarily that she would rather be around one of us or the other. I think it's who she's been around all day. Right. So I don't think it has to be one or the other, but Does people it- say it all the time. Oh, is she such a daddy's girl? Like for things that you know, for you just being a dad, like you're the one that drops her off at the school at school is notable. It's not notable that I leave work to come pick her up from school. You know what I mean? It's not notable that I'm, if I were packing her lunch, that wouldn't be notable, but it's notable because it's you. Like, I think you get a little more credit because you're a guy. Yeah. I hope that's changing. I think that's changing. You think so? I, you know what? I never really thought about that, but I kind of like the example that we get to show Ellie, you know, that we have like non- a partnership. Well, it's also non stereotypical mm-hmm. gender roles. Like, you know, that's a, a you know, no, I mean, it, it, it is. I'm not, a- trying to, I, I'm not trying to like overcomplicate it. And I feel like even stuff like this can somehow become like politicized or weird, but I just think it's cool 
that Ellie gets to see an example of you going to work every day. Yeah. And, you know, daddy just hanging out at home, popping a beer in the backyard at 9.45 a.m. <laughs> you better clarify that. That is not what you do all the time. You got to well, clarify. You're just going to let it sit there. I mean, sometimes it's whiskey and Coke, but it uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. depends on the day. You know, Ellie and I are out back shooting off fireworks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want your life. <laughs> 9 a.m. Here are your three random things for today. I only pull my finger. You just threw me off of my game. Uh, A study had 200 people take psychiatric tests and rate 260 different songs to determine their favorites. What did they find? That the higher a person's level of being a psychopath certain patterns of music they like more. So if you're a psychopath, favorite music to you would be the number one song was lose yourself by Eminem. No, no, <laughs> that song, that right. That mm-hmm. is one of the, this songs, is new. This is NYU, by the way, that's one of the songs that 100% of the people on the planet can sing along with. You right? want to know what the other ones are? No diggity by black street. No, no. Maybe you are a psychopath. And what do you mean by Justin Bieber? I don't even know that song. I uh, I do like lose yourself though. Isn't that like everybody's pump up song? I think that's on my like workout playlist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know. I, I was a little I, defeated by that, but apparently we're psychopaths. I think I played that for Ellie. Oh, well don't do that. Cause then she'll be a psychopath. You know, the most interesting thing. How is the letter of the day not on there? Cause that right there. I've, I, I've been about two plays away of that from making me crazy. <laughs> the letter of the day. The letter of the day. Okay. That's a Sesame Street reference. Very catchy. Very catchy. Your second random thing is going to only apply to people who love the Spice Girls. Uh, the, is that you? Are you a Spice Girls fan or do, are, we, are you too old for Spice Or too young for Spice or too old? No, I'm not too young. I was a Spice Girls fan in like fifth grade. Okay. Uh, a special edition of their multi-million selling second album, Spice World, is coming out. It is to commemorate the 25th anniversary of that album uh, releasing. It's going to include all the songs that were originally on it, plus some live demo recordings, uh, some favorite tracks of the girls and some B-sides. And the rumor is there's a huge music festival in England every year called Glastonbury. Mm -hmm. And the rumor is Spice Girls next year will be one of the headliners. They have been the holdout for any sort of reunion has always been Victoria Beckham. Right. Because Mm -hmm. she wants wants to take, she wants people to take her very seriously as a businesswoman and a fashion designer. Mm -hmm. Uh, But apparently since she has turned 50, she cares a lot less about what people think. And she's like, I've been successful. I've proven myself beyond either the- that, or she's just so rich now that she's like, eh. right. Oh, and she also gets mad at people scrutinizing her voice. And she's like, I'm a spice girl. Like I'm not Celine Dion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. layoff. So, uh, and her husband, uh, David Beckham is a huge, huge fan of Glastonbury. Mm-hmm. Like, he loves that music festival. They actually spent their 20th wedding anniversary there. So it might end up being a gift to him. Oh yeah, because he's like, you gotta do it, you gotta do it, you gotta do it. Yep. And your third random thing is chocolate syrup was used for blood in the famous 45 second shower scene in the movie Psycho, the Alfred Hitchcock version. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. 
Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Upside Detectives did not let me down. I received a couple of messages on social media yesterday uh, when I was talking about my SWAT thing over the weekend. And I'm like, I have no idea how it ended. Um, If you missed the story, you can hear it on, I guess it was Monday's episode of the podcast. But Mm -hmm. I drove right into like a major police activity area. Well, uh, and I had no idea how it like, and there were like all sorts of precincts involved from around the city. Gun, big, big guns, guns lots dogs, of cops, dogs. It was very chaotic. Uh, but then you know you don't really have time to pop out of the car and go, "Hey, fellows, what's going on here?" Like, right? Can they, you please tell me what's going on? They would they, be like, "Dude, get out of here." They stopped my car and then sent me on my way. So that happened, and I had no idea what it was. Well, uh, here's the end of the story. There was apparently a armed carjacking in. Knoxville, Tennessee. And the car that was jacked was put into like some sort of database. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in a town called Brookhaven, which is a suburb of Atlanta, for those of you who don't live in Georgia, um, a license plate reader on the back of the car, on the back of a police car, scanned that license plate and saw that it was tied to this armed carjacking. So they started pursuing it. It went through three or four different police jurisdictions, which explains all, because every jurisdiction, Mm -hmm. a new car gets added to the thing. It um, went on two, ended up on two highways. I don't know how many people were in the car. I think there were teenagers. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I read four of them. That's the part that really makes me upset about the whole thing is when I see an article about somebody doing something violent or aggressive, and then it says the teens. And I'm like, no, like it is not worth it, y'all. It is not worth it. But they bailed out of the car. They ended up capturing all of them because yeah. they got the doggies. The, dog, yeah. the doggies came and did what doggies do. So thank you to everybody who gave me that update. Um, the suspects were apprehended. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. I just wanted to totally relate with Callie. I've took fertility medicine like Clomid, and it can definitely have you feeling a little crazy. So hang in the girl. You got this. Good morning. It's Tuesday, the 27th of September. I'm calling from Chicago, and I just heard an American Express green card commercial before the show started. Uh, love today's show. Love the show. Bye. Jeff, you sound just like my husband. Um, talking about, like, getting up at 4.30, but then also talking about what you're going to do between, like, 9 and midnight. Um, that is... Four and a half hours of sleep, sir. I mean, is that what you really do? My husband will be like, oh, dang. And I'm like, you don't sleep enough. And I am the complete opposite. I just, I've never been a great sleeper. I wake up a lot. So I don't even know what my most productive time is, but I definitely, it's it's not at 4.30 in the morning. I haven't seen that hour in a very, very, very long time. And I would love to do better at getting up early and being able to maybe get some things done before the kids get up. So I would love some tips on that. Um, I already kind of go to bed pretty early. Like I said, I get a lot of sleep, but I don't feel like it actually helps me. I don't know. I would like to share with you just three cardinal rules of my ability and longevity. One, 
Surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. Two, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. And three, the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next, so keep climbing.